0: Alright, good morning everyone. This is a special mini sewed extra credit project for Fright School. Uh, I'm Joe. And I'm Joshua. And we're sitting here in a theater about ready to watch Split. Split! With Professor X himself. What's his name? James McAvoy. James McAvoy. I was going to say Ewan McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we are joined by uh, some friends, friend of the show, David. Hello, and um, we are going to uh, watch. Well, Hold on, th- we have to. Oh, my hey. pet Sam squanch. Hello. <laughs> yes, and that'll be the last you hear from him. <laughs> that'll be. He does exist. Um, and the trailers are almost. Well, the previews of the before the previews right. are almost over. Yes. And. Um, we're going to see if uh, M Night Shyamalan didn't fuck this up. Oh gosh, I hope not cuz you know I really miss him. I like you know,
1: I freaking loved like The Others and Sixth Sense and I actually really like The
0: Village too and Signs. I've seen The Village, I've seen Signs, I have not seen Sixth Sense. All but right, well, that shouldn't exp- we'll put that on the list. That should not surprise anyone at this point. So, we'll let you know um, the next time you hear our voices it will be When we are discussing this film in a little dissecting (laughs) split, yes. When we're splitting it up, all right. Bye. Listen carefully.
1: (laughs) Welcome to Fright School. Are you ready, class? Is in session. Welcome to a very special episode of Fright School. Hey, Joe. Hi, Joshua. So uh, this is a little uh, mini episode. We're calling a
0: uh, extra syllabus. credit.
1: Yes, extra credit, a syllabus addendum. Uh, we are going to review a film, a new film that's out, Split. M Night Shyamalan, Split with Mr. James McAvoy.
0: McAvoy, yes, Professor Xavier, and Betty Buckley,
1: and Betty Buckley, who I love. She was in Carrie. Uh, She also played Grizabella in the original... uh, This is for you because we've got to bring the gay real quick. Oh,
0: my God! Grizabella in the
1: original Broadway production of Cats. I did
0: not know that. Not a sound on the pavement. Has the moon lost her memory?
1: She has. Anyway, so yeah, so we just uh, got back uh, from... The movie theater, yes. I, and we saw Split, and we thought it'd be it. fun to. Uh, we're gonna do a few of these. We got there's a couple other horror films coming out soon that we're gonna do little little addendums for because it's kind of fun since now that Joe's got a uh, you know you you got the I have base. A foundation yeah yeah you got a little foundation going so we can kind of discuss horror.
0: This is like one of those like if you've ever taken a college class where. All of a sudden, something happens that's related to what is going on in your class. It's like, yeah. go and see it and write a one-page thing and get some extra credit points. Like, yeah. that's exactly what this is. Now we're just overachieving. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. So we saw split. So spoiler alerts, I guess we should say.
0: Yeah. I mean, we. It, it's going to be in the, in the notes for this. You know that we're reviewing it. So turn away now, repent from your sins and turn away you know, to the god turn away from the gospel. No, that's One not what is. it is. Turn away from this village of sin. Turn away, turn away. Oh <laughs> Moulin Rouge, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> See, now it really is gay. So yeah. we're done we're done apologizing. It's your fault now if you listen forward. Right. So anyways, uh, what did you think? Um I thought it was great all the way up until the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's kinda I you know, and that's a that's a Shyamalan movie for you right there.
0: You just encapsulate the whole thing. It's great, all the way up until the last five minutes. Yeah. I, I was I thought like the best moment was like James McAvoy is just brilliant. Yeah, he, he's great. Brilliant in it. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um the dialogue like the very like brief dialogue she has, where Doctor Fletcher, oh, Fletcher, uh, okay. Fletcher has oh Doctor Fletcher Doctor Fletcher has Betty Buckley Betty Buckley yes um Doctor Fletcher has with um, M Night Shyamalan's uh, cameo Stanley type cameo that was so funny it just the whole thing about chicken <laughs> the the Hooters chicken it was like uh, the Henry the
1: Eighth owning like a fast food man that was so funny fast food restaurant that was
0: yeah it was pretty I mean the whole like, audience was laughing yeah the whole audience was laughing it was pretty good um the papri, <laughs> i put it has paprika <laughs> yeah that Ooh. was good
1: see this will all make more sense once you see the film yeah see the film if you haven't and seen gentlemen. it why you keep why are you listening <laughs> yeah so uh split is uh if you've now seen it hopefully you've watched it <laughs> yeah, hopefully you watched it if you're listening to this yeah But otherwise, it's about uh, James McAvoy's character um, is suffering from dissociative identity uh, disorder, DID. DID used to um, be referred to as multiple personality disorder, but that changed. Uh, I'm not actually. I'm not sure when that when we dropped that and went to this dissociative um terminology but anyway so he plays that's his character and then you know i don't know who any of those three girls were the three main girls so his character like kidnaps three girls for some sort of um a purpose you know that's you know you find out as the film uh goes on so he's Kidnapped them. He's keeping them in this place, and they have these different interactions with his 23 different personalities. And then Betty Buckley, as we were saying, plays his psychiatrist, uh, who it sounds like in the film he'd been seeing for quite uh, quite some time. She's like an authority on... On DID. On DID. Yeah, yeah. Which I had... Um, I just took um, an abnormal psych class, and my professor uh, specialized in DID. Uh, so we actually talked about Split before it came out back, you know, when it when the previews were first coming out, um, and uh, you know, she was like, "Oh, you know, I'm not going to watch that," Cause, mostly because most films that deal with mental illness really stigmatize um, the people dealing with it, and you know, I mean, the, these sorts of stories, you know, I mean, are great fodder for a horror film, but you know, aren't going to do much probably for the for the DID community. <laughs> it's not going to do well for the yeah for the DID people yeah. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so let's like kind of dive in. What do we think? What What did you think? Like with what you've seen so far, you know, kind of how this? Because I I don't know if this was really a horror film so much as a
0: a psychological thriller. Psychological thriller. Yeah,
1: I mean, it had horror elements, obviously.
0: Yeah, it definitely had horror elements. Um, you know, M Night Shyamalan is you know I think it was horrific because his name was attack, Right. <laughs> um, I thought it was very well done. I thought I thought. Um, James McAvoy deserves nomination for for this movie. Oh, yeah, man. He was good. Uh, Yeah. I mean, just seamlessly, when the characters started interacting with each other and you could see his face, um, you know, I, I have a very hard time believing that that was just, like, a series of cuts. I feel like he... I thought it was very apparent that he was just sliding in and out of these different people. Yeah. And his like body language and facial, it was like everything changed. Yeah. Like you knew, even
1: if they didn't start talking because they established the characters, you know, pretty early, like, you know, the, the, at least the main identities that you're, that you're um, watching and and interacting with in the film. And so certain looks and certain like ways that they held themselves. Like if he just did that, you
0: knew that he was this person, which I thought was very cool. Yeah, I thought that was that. Thought that was really great. Uh, the whole premise that um, why Doctor Fletcher, the Betty Buckley character, is um, her whole thing is that this is the the patient she's working with, James McAvoy's character, not only has twenty three um, unique identities, but they also have it's twenty three people who have different like their minds are changing their body chemistry. Yeah which is which is an interesting like that would that was really interesting to me in the in the film the idea that the same person houses 23 different people that one person like is diabetic and needs insulin shots someone's allergic to shellfish while others are not it's very interesting to see because i i don't know if that's accurate in mm-hmm. the real in the real world um but the premise in the movie is great, and and doing that kind of sets up what happens, the big reveal, which we'll talk about in a minute. In the very end, um, it does a really good job of that because I I knew that there was going to be some sort of connection to something, but I I avoided all I, I avoided everything that was not the trailer. Oh, okay, and yeah, so because I, I, I really wanted to, you know, I I decided that I really wanted to be surprised and. Um, I thought it was great um you know, given the conversations that we've had over the, like the last two or three years regarding how far how much is too much when it comes to um depictions of sexual violence mm-hmm. on on in media it's I was like, oh this is i can't we can't go there so I thought they kind of i thought they kind of smashed that or they they did away with that right away in the beginning, where you think that when he grabs one of the girls and he thinks that something's going to happen and then very on, he's like, no, nothing's going to happen to you now. But it's just... It's oh, just, yeah, yeah. You mean, yeah. Yeah, it sets up this idea that, you
1: know, he's going to sexually uh, harm these women. Yeah, yeah.
0: but like the uh, one of the other identities yeah. <laughs> forces him not to. Yeah. But then that just kind of, you know, and I thought, okay, maybe we're safe. And then that just kind of... Um, that just kind of held space, or like didn't didn't even matter, because then you you realize, in true M Night fashion, through flashbacks, that uh, the main character, the heroine, um, she <laughs> she's been uh, abused all her life by her uncle and yeah. is still being abused. It, it, we're led to believe, at least.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it. You know, it explains why. You know, in the very beginning of the film, she's you know withdrawn and. You know, doesn't because it sets up that um, the movie opens with these three girls out at the mall or something with one of their fathers, and you know the um, oh man, let me just look at because we need names because this is just gonna get real confusing if we don't actually. Casey use,
0: is her name. Yeah,
1: Casey, the main, the main. She's the like the final girl
0: in this. She's the final girl. She's withdrawn. She's at a birthday dinner or a birthday lunch or something. Yeah, and. It, the, it's
1: like or she's from an art class they like comment yeah. that you know she was invited along but she's weird and she's withdrawn and she doesn't talk yeah. to anybody and but she was you a don't pity know why invite. yeah exactly and so and then they're they're abducted you know and the um the the father gets whatever knocked out and James McAvoy's character um, kidnaps them uh right at the beginning but um yeah so she throughout you find out that you know she's had this sort of relationship with her uncle yeah um yeah, which is very, I don't know. I, that wasn't as satisfying because you want, I wanted like closure with that. Oh, you yeah. Know? So
0: it just kind of ends with like, maybe she will, maybe she won't go back yeah. type thing. Um, Sebastian Arcellus, who is on, uh, Madam Secretary, but he's also really known for, um, for his roles in um, the first two se- uh, the seasons of um, Car- House of Cards. He plays the dad who, like, dies tragically. Like, that was a really good... I had not seen him in a role like that, and that was really interesting to see him like that. But um, overall, my my take from the movie is that it was it was good. No jump scares, nothing. But it's just things that were. It gets it. It becomes more satisfying because I thought like, okay, it's mm-hmm. just gonna. We're not gonna really know what's going on. We're never gonna see this beast that they're referring right. to. And then lo and behold, we at like their there reaches a point in the last maybe thirty minutes uh thirty thirty five minutes of the of the movie where all hells breaking loose yeah. and and it literally becomes a final girl situation yeah, 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 so throughout the uh film the
1: other alters um in in um james James character who's um I guess real name is Kevin. Uh, but he goes throughout most of the film as Dennis and Patricia, B- Patricia and Hedwig. And Hedwig, yeah. The who's a Hedwig is a like a nine-year-old boy. Patricia is a mother figure. He seemed like that character seemed almost adapted from the psychiatrist. Yeah. Rather than being his like
0: a mother figure. Yeah, she she's definitely like orchestrating everything. Like yeah. she seems like a like the kind of person who is like a right hand caretaker of yeah. Like, uh, like a like, governess or like something. a governess or like a regent figure of you know someone who has wielded a lot of power yeah and that's kind of common in um
1: did so some you know some of the um some of the things that uh were going on in the uh I- at least according to my professor. Now, lots of people, you know, listening to this, you can, you know, feel how you want to about dissociative identity disorder or multiple personalities, what you think. But, you know, I had a professor, you know, she specialized and she talked about that. She talked about, that. you know, the difficulty in prescribing um, like medication for uh, like antidepressants and things in some, in some people because they wouldn't work, you know. Some of the alters would, you know, could make them not work. Um, wow you know that their that their brain chemistry could like could change like there was like this mind over matter that can happen um, with 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 sufferers of of this uh, disorder uh, that that there is this ability for them to be, be blind, you know, or nearsighted or far or whatever, need glasses, and then another personality doesn't need glasses, and uh, you know, some you know are left handed, some are right handed, so, you know. I mean, it does. It's it's very fascinating.
0: Yeah, that's that's that in of itself is is very interesting. Yeah. Um. The she does talk about that. She talks about how um, she, she talks about how it's just uh, like a new phase in evolution. Are we just is are these sufferers of this disease? Are they like just the the next level in humanity that kind of answers all these mysteries? Yeah, absolutely.
1: And there is a lot. You know, there's a lot to be said for uh, you know for for the um, amazing. You know, our brains are incredible, and they can do some very very. Cool stuff. You know, the sad thing with, like, DID is most of the people... Well, I think everybody who has it. This isn't something that happens in adulthood. You don't just suddenly wake up with multiple personalities. It's a trauma, right? Yeah, trauma yeah. based in childhood. Usually before the age of five, uh, it begins uh, because it's 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 a coping mechanism. You know, so you kind of get lost in yourself, and eventually they say you know that your mind begins to kind of split off so that you um, can. It's just a form of protection from whatever the uh, you know abuse is, and it, like really traumatic abuse. You know, we're talking about uh Something that you know, there's a deep, you know, need to escape and to withdraw into 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 yourself, and um yeah, so you you know what I mean? Yeah, but, no, okay. I, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, as you get older, you know, sometimes it starts to show itself more because you know, because you get out and you start living your own life, and you know, then all of a sudden you're, you know, she was she told us about a client of hers who, um you know started to notice because you a lot you don't know like you know I mean you're totally like blacked out basically and she yeah. just knows she was like tired all the time that was like the beginning of like unraveling this was like she was always tired Um, you know she felt like she wasn't sleeping well at night even though you know she went to bed at like a certain time and woke up at a certain time like I'm getting that eight hours every night but for some reason I'm just always really really tired because the other you know I'm always up. filling my gas tank like it's always empty you know I, you know there's all these clothes suddenly it becomes other you know there's clothes in my closet that I don't know you know I don't know how they got there. I, I just assumed my sister was putting them there and she was living this whole other life, you know, as this totally different woman and she had no idea, you know, about. And so then eventually she went into like, um, you know, all kinds of deep uh, therapy and care. She had to leave. She was like an attorney. She was a very, uh, I guess, successful person. Um, and then just started, you know, it started to fall apart, you know, the older yeah. she got.
0: Um, Interesting. Fascinating.
1: Yeah. But anyway, so, you know, you create these altars and it's really a survival mechanism. So children who go through really traumatic uh, experiences like this, um, if they don't split, they don't survive. You know, that That's what, you know, she kind of explained to us in class that, you know, it's we have to be thankful that this happens to people because it allows them to live and then hopefully they can you know, get therapy and reintegrate. It's just really hard um, to get diagnosed with DID, and a lot of times people get diagnosed with schizophrenia first, um, or they're just misdiagnosed with a lot of things for a long time, given a lot of medicines that don't help. There's no medication for for DID. Um, it's, it just takes a very, very uh,
0: uh, strong uh, therapeutic, yeah. uh, you know, approach. I thought the twist for myself, I thought the twist was going to be that um, the girl had DID as well.
1: Yeah, um, I was kind of expecting that too. Um, so I didn't, I, you know, I don't know if this movie had a twist. You know, other than it had a reveal, but a maybe reveal. not a yeah. twist. Yeah, so throughout, you know, there is this twenty fourth altar that you know comes that's the beast, you know. But other rather than being something that the other altars have you know, created in order to scare each other into submission, you know? Well, like the, the host altars, you know, which is, that's a, you know, that's a thing as well. There usually is some sort of, you know, dominant, um, altar or, you know, one that's sort of, you know, the, the gatekeeper, you know, sort of keeps everybody. And, you know, sometimes they do know about each other. Sometimes they can interact, like how they described in the movie that there was like a room with chairs Yeah, and they all got to their turn in the chair, you know, the, in the light, in the light. Um, you know, so that that is typical of, of the disorder as well. But sometimes they don't. You know, a lot of times they can block each other off, or certain alters don't get along. Or yeah, you know, it's very interesting.
0: <laughs> but the the reveal that happens, and the reveal that we wanted to talk about is that, um, cut. You know, five last five minutes. There's a diner full of people watching what's going on. And a reporter names um, McAvoy's character as The Horde. The Horde. <laughs> the Horde. And this woman says, Isn't that quite like another guy in a wheelchair um, who, you know, what happened? What was his name? What did they call him? And then all of a sudden, Bruce Willis's bald head comes out from right. behind her <laughs> and he says, Mr. Glass. Yeah. Which anyone who has a fan of M. Night, who has seen Unbreakable knows that that is a complete this movie is taking place in the same universe as Unbreakable yeah. and is sort of is not a sequel but it's definitely in the same No, universe. yeah, yeah, just telling, you know, a story. I read that I guess in the original
1: Unbreakable script uh, this character existed, Kevin, who had multiple personalities, but it just didn't fit. You know, he couldn't figure out how to make it really work, so he took it out and then just sat on it for all these years trying to figure out. I think this is a far superior film yes. to Unbreakable. Um I don't think it's better than the sixth sense. Um, or I mean, you could I actually really like you know it's funny. You know, a lot of people don't like um, like the village. I actually really like the village. I, I like the village. I like signs. Um, like you know. signs too. The only one I, I didn't really like was the happening or the whatever whatever it was called the the one with the the plants all turning against everybody and uh, causing yes. them to commit suicide. I thought the premise was interesting. I just don't think it was. Um, it didn't come to fruition mm-hmm. quite. You know the
0: way you should like the lady in the water, what uh, about the last airbender? <laughs> no, and I didn't see
1: the lady in the water I, yeah. you know
0: just to be well, I didn't <laughs> want to watch Bryce Dallas Howard in water you know there you go i just didn't want to uh yeah. yeah so i I thought it was a really great um i thought it was a i thought it was a good film um could have done without that last five minutes, but it definitely yeah. was a gag. Like it definitely was like, oh my gosh, like this yeah. all takes place in that same. Yeah. So we'll
1: see if he continues with that, because I mean it's left open in the end. You know, there's no, you know, f- James McAvoy's character isn't killed or doesn't go anywhere. You know, so you don't really know, you know, where it, it could be open to to other. Um, To other films. Yeah. Uh, And it's doing well. So, you know, it's it's being reviewed fairly well and it's making money.
0: So, you know, it does seem to be the comeback film of of, of M. Night. We'll see what happens because I wouldn't mind if it was a similar story and it just happens to take place in the universe. But um, we'll see if maybe there's going to be like another hero... Or origin story, the way it was with Bruce Willis's character from Unbreakable. Yeah,
1: maybe um, it could be very interesting. You know, overall, I I, I like the movie. I you know, again, I I didn't see it quite as a, a horror film. Um, I also felt it could it could use some judicial editing. I mean, there was just a lot yes. of scenes that were really drawn out that unnecessarily. You know, it's like lingering looks or, you know, slow pans. And, you know, and even the beginning, the kidnap scene, I'm like, this is going very slow. Like, there's no drama in it, you yeah. know? I mean, he jumps in, you know, whatever. Gases. I mean, it's like the second that happened, you would think no matter what state you're in, you would, like, jump out of the car, you know, because you're able to, yeah. you know? I mean, because it just took so long for anything to happen. Like, mm-hmm. you know? But then again, you know, I do try to remember, it's like people you know when something happens like you don't respond as fast as you think you know I don't want to be that person like well if that was me I would have you know yeah. but I just felt like there were definitely scenes you know especially early on where it's like there you're you know it's three girls and they're all like let's just freaking bum rush him and run you know like yeah. or whatever and I'm like yeah that's that's great idea you know um, but then again, you also think, well, they have no freaking clue where they are or how to get out. So Yeah, they don't you know. know what
0: else is lurking behind the doors. Yeah, so I also agreed
1: with, you know, well, maybe you would want to kind of hang out for a bit and you see what happens before you, you know, try to make a move. But yeah. yeah, so I don't know. And then some of this, you know, and my other issue with is that is the central, you know, messaging at the end, you know, is that impure people, like this idea of, if you've never suffered in your life, like you're not worthy or whatever, you know? So, Mm -hmm. you know, they'd reveal her there with all the scars and stuff, which I I think were probably a mix of like self harm and like abuse from the uncle, you know? And so they show all this where she's all got all these scratch marks and, and cutting, you know, that's what it looked like to me that, you know, she'd been, you know, cutting herself. Um, you know, and so this reveal, you know, as he's about to kill her and then he's like, oh, you've had damage like you're worth, you know, like you're it, worthy. Yeah, that yeah. was really kind of a fucked up message to be like, oh, you know, thank God your uncle, you know, molested you and sexually abused you for your whole life. Because if that hadn't happened to you, I'd have to kill you. Like that was just really yeah, kind of a fucked, you know, well, not even kind of. I mean, that is really messed up.
0: Yeah, well, like the other girls, the, the other two girls didn't get it didn't like that was no picnic the way he did them in because mm-hmm. he's, he's essentially eating them. Yeah. Um, that's what they're brought there for is yeah. sacred food for the beast. And then she saved, you know, this Casey girl is saved because she's the one who's experienced loss experienced Yeah. Yeah, experience the trauma, which
1: they could have done that with, like the loss of her father because he died of a heart attack. I mean, they could yeah. have still like, but instead they have to put her, you know, character in this position yeah. of like, oh, you understand real pain because this horrific thing has happened to you. Which I mean, sure, but I mean, come on, I don't yeah. know. That was just kind of a sick sort of. And then I,
0: I don't know. The, the most really disturbing thing, thing <laughs> the most disturbing thing in the entire film was when you when you find out the uncle's abusing her, and he's like making like he's n- like naked behind the this rock making all these sounds like a grizzly oh, bear. Yeah. An animal. An, an animal. And he's like, take off your clothes. And I'm this little girl to this little girl. And I was just like, this is disturbing because yeah. like it looks like a game. Yeah. It looks like a game.
1: And Yeah, they definitely frame the way I, I think they handled that pretty well, like the the mm-hmm. grooming you know the way he you know yes. behaved around her and did that. Yeah, I you know I
0: I think it was a very honest portrayal of how that works. Yes, you know? absolutely. Um, it was just it it was still I think because of the honesty is why I was just so like affected yeah. by it. Yeah, I just did. I just thought that that, that message at the I
1: don't know. This is very messed up. Like you know, oh, you're worth say. I'm gonna let you live because you know this happened to you. You know, which I mean. I don't know. It was just kind of like, uh, I just, after the, I just, you know, sat there for a minute, like, okay, not sure about that. Yeah. Uh, all right. But otherwise, I mean, it was beautifully acted. It was great to see Betty Buckley. You know, I really, I am a big fan of hers ever since Carrie. Um, is she the mother in Carrie? No, she plays the gym teacher. Oh, okay. um, Yeah, uh, she did play the mother in the Broadway musical version. uh, You know, when it failed so miserably, but in the 80s, uh, she did uh, return to the story, and she played the mother. She played Margaret. Margaret White. Oh, dear. Is that right? I feel like I've seen Carrie so often that I sometimes have to question whether I know the the names of the characters. (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny? And horrible, like to forget that. Yeah, Margaret White. I know what I'm talking about. Piper Laurie played her in the film.
0: But anyway, long story short, yeah. it was a great film. It yeah. was a good, I mean, it was a good film. It was. Yeah, I would say it was good. I, I, was not it wasn't great. great.
1: It was pretty good. It was a nice return to form for Shyamalan. Um, yeah,
0: we'll see what happens with him in the future. Definitely. You're, I'm definitely curious to see where he's going to go from here, if this is good, a story that's going to be continuing. Um, it's worth it to go see it in the theater, maybe a matinee where you don't pay as much. Yeah,
1: that's what we did. Yeah, so strongly recommend. Exactly or you could just wait it. till it's on TV or whatever.
0: Rent it. Rent yeah, rent Netflix. it for ninety nine cents. <laughs> wait till it's like it's gonna be on Netflix too. So
1: yeah, but yeah, but anyway, so yeah, so this was just a little addendum. We're gonna do a few more of these uh, over the coming weeks. There's a few good uh, new horror films coming out, so we're excited um, to just do these little little mini episodes. Yeah, maybe a little filler in between.
0: There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of nice uh, there's a lot of horror that's coming up in early 2017. It's like they knew. <laughs> yeah. They knew we're and gonna it's going to be it. fun
1: because we're starting to explore, you know, modern day, you know. Because, I mean, obviously this film, I, I think, had like, you know, little touches of Psycho in it. It had little touches of, um, you know, other slasher-y films. There was just some nice homages. I mean, having Betty Buckley, you know, so iconic in, in Carrie. Um, having, uh, you know, this sort of... Uh, I don't know, just an age-old, you know, kind of like Jekyll and Hyde sort of vibe. I, you know, I don't know. I thought it was kind of, it was cool. You know, it, it spoke to a lot of what came before it. So I thought it was kind of perfect to uh, do this addendum.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I enjoyed e- it. E- extra, extra credit. Extra credit. Well, I enjoyed it for sure. <laughs> yeah, me
1: too. It was worth seeing. Uh, just, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't pay full price for it at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we will see you next time, y'all. Bye.